0: You're listening to Characters Here Podcast. Interviews, discussions, stories, and events, all from your host, Arthur, artist, podcaster, and YouTuber, Charday. For more information, visit charactershere.com. Hello, everybody. This is your host, Charday with Characters Here Podcast. On this podcast episode, I am going to be talking about fifth, things that i have learned after reading the entire bible yes i did it i did it y'all i made it i studied and read the entire bible it took i started in december 2019 and i finished in may 2021. in the beginning i was on a timeline but then i realized i shouldn't rush this i should just try to get as much information as i can you know, and better myself. And I just kept reading, trying my best to read every single day. Um, all, although I think I missed about a week's worth, like five to seven days, probably not even that many, but I missed about that many days. I want to say at least four, probably four to five days. I missed uh, not reading a Bible. But not like consecutively, like maybe after three months, this one night and another five months, you know, something like that. But anyway, so at the time I wrote down these 15 things that I wanted to share with someone or anyone who's listening, what I've learned and what I can bless you with, you know, on your journey with God, your spiritual walk, uh, your relationship with God and knowing the truth. At the time that I wrote this, I was, I think, yeah, I said I have about four more chapters to go of the book of Revelation. So I'm going to just pretty much read how I wrote this and let's get into it. So here it goes. There's still so much for me to learn, but with four more chapters to read, and then I'll be finished reading the Bible, whoa, that's amazing. Again, there's so much for me to learn, and yet there's so much that I have learned. I mean, if I could pass down anything that I've learned in a few things, this is it. Again, there's still so much for me to learn, but this is how much that I was able to learn. Just reading the Bible for the first time, cover to cover 15 things. Number one, Yahweh is the father. That's God. Yahshua, Jesus, is the Son and the Holy Spirit, some people say Holy Ghost, is the teacher that dwells in us. The Trinity is creator, the flesh, and the spirit. At the same time, they are all a part of one and the only true God. Number two, once you accept Yahshua, Jesus, as your Lord and Savior, and you believe that he died for your sins on the cross and rose on the third day, repent turn away from your old lifestyle sinful nature and live how God has called you to live number three to know anything is to ask questions read the bible trust in God and pray in Yahshua's name it's simple yet made complex because we always want to measure sin and we're weak in the flesh but all things are possible with God number four Give it all to God. Your worries, your problems, your stress, your desires of the heart, your sickness, your pain, your fear, your anger, questions, etc. With continued faith, even the size of a mustard seed, but over time it'll eventually get bigger. An ongoing, non-stop prayer, consistent prayer. God will take it and give you freedom. The promise, the beautiful gift of eternal life. Number five. You will not get it right the 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, ninth. ninth. <laughs> but it's all about growth. Keep studying and reading the Bible. Build that relationship with God. Trust that He always will be with you. No matter what you struggle with, know that God will never leave you nor forsake you. He's there with you every step of the way, okay? Number six, try hard not to measure sin. I had a problem with this. Trying to figure out how much you can or can't do just... Don't do it. Don't do it. Okay. Find a group of brothers and sisters who are real children of God that read the word and will be honest and share the truth with others. You are not alone when you become saved, but you also have to be aware, have discernment. Not everyone is who they say they are. This was one of the biggest issues for me because I had to learn that just because a person says they are a pastor, they are um, a Christian, they believe in God does not mean that is true. There are so, so many people who will tell you that they are something that they are not. But again, don't look at other people when it comes to this. You look to God. You are not alone when you become saved, but also have to be aware. Have discernment. Not everyone is who they say they are. So don't idolize anyone or anything, not even yourself. Number seven, love God and love your neighbor as thyself. Everything you do live as a good example. You don't want to cause your present sister or brother or future sister or brother in Christ to stumble. Someone is always watching and some are looking for you to mess up. But as long as you keep God first and in your life, you will have humility. Number eight, understand that being saved does not mean that your physical life gets better. The biggest blessing is being alive no matter where you live, what car you drive, what job you have, how much money you make, how much education you have, what kind of family you have, how many followers on social media you have, etc. That's what the world leans on to get them through today. But you know that you are blessed when you lose that job, when you have no money, when you have no one to talk to, when people talk down on you, when you lose a loved one, you know, it is those that are saved that will inherit the kingdom. As long as you have breath in your body, you can live for God It's not too late. Number nine, everything you were taught, you have to question it. When I read the Bible, I questioned it. I questioned God. I questioned the church. If you don't ask, if you won't improve and you won't correct your errors, your ways. Uh, you'll continue living like you did before you knew God and that will keep you trapped and honestly you might as well stay in that lifestyle that you are living because you really don't want to know the truth or to know God come when you are ready because God will not force this on you so let no human force this on you this is a choice I wish I wish I wish I had learned this you know, now this is off script. I really, really wish people would not look at what religion is today. And I guess what it was in the past is something that is forced on people because re- true, true relationship with God is not a forced thing. You feel it is real and it is a choice that you make. God chose you like it's just your everything is open your eyes is open your ears are open it's like finally this is what I've been searching for all my life and it's real and for anyone who just don't understand that I get it because I was once where you are I was there too I thought everything in front of me was just what it was I thought okay yeah you got that religion yeah you got that church yeah you got that belief and this that and the third but it, it never made sense to me. I started out asking some questions, but I always received the same old thing. Like, oh, that's just the way it is. Oh, don't worry about it. Uh, now you don't question God. This, that, and the third. You have to read the Bible for yourself because if you go off of what other people tell you that are supposed to be, you know, godly or whatever the case may be, that can definitely, definitely keep you in a space to where uh, you'll be living your life based on what somebody told you instead of living your life um, the way you were created to live it. You know, I hope I explained that good. It just came to me to say that, uh, to to bring clarity. And this is a choice. I chose, I chose to follow God because of one, what I overheard someone talking about. And two, because I was just, I did not want to live a life being, unfulfilled being unsatisfied knowing that there had to be more than what I was being told in the world and also is because I didn't want to be if I knew I believed in God I didn't want to be a disappointment to God number 10 it's okay to want things in life to need things to want to stand up for what's right and I have to put that in quotation to want to be rich etc but what I've learned is when you get to know God and read the word the Bible You start to see how much of the things you wanted or desired really weren't things you truly wanted or needed. You only wanted them because someone else had it or someone else told you that you had to have it in order to be looked at as important, admired, or successful in life. The best lesson I received from my journey with Christ is that pleasing God got me way more in life than pleasing people. Number 11, I still make mistakes, y'all. But as long as I ask God for help and that I really try to not surround myself with the things of my old lifestyle, then I won't be triggered to fall back into those old habits and ways. Um, The Holy Spirit will convict you and bring a change on you to where you feel like you're finally being who you were always meant to be and not, you're not putting on the show. You know, God is a good God, a living God, and he knows your struggles. And he will definitely give you an outlet if you obey him. He's also forgiving. But know that even though you are forgiven, you still have to receive what you did, good or bad. Um, this is also why it's important to forgive others no matter what. Number 12. So basically number 11, forgiveness is very important. Remember, if God can forgive you, you can definitely forgive someone else. Just think about everything that you've done. Okay, God is forgiving those things, so you should be able to forgive someone else. Number 12, rest is extremely important, and I'm typing this at 2.39 a.m. Funny thing is, when I wrote this, it was 2.39 a.m., and here I am today recording this at 1.34 a.m. I ain't learned, y'all. I'm showing out, but I'm going to get better, okay? I'm working on it, but treating your body with care. Eating the good stuff, exercising, and resting are important because our bodies belong to God. He created us. He made us in his image. Your body, mind, and soul are renewed when you follow Christ. And slowly, those worldly desires become unattractive. Number 13, don't be ashamed of the God you serve, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. If other people can boast about their beliefs, cultures, and political views, You do not have to hide your faith in Yahweh, God. Unlike others, though, you don't have to persuade people to believe in God and follow Jesus. All you have to do is live like a child of God and be a good example for others to see God's life in you. And when people ask you, why are you the way you are? You can say to God be all the glory. Amen. I also have to add how amazing it is that when you start to know the truth about God in the Bible, Even if you are like a few months or a few chapters into or a few books into reading the Bible, you want to share the gospel with others without feeling pressure to do so. Just to add a little bit more to this before I got on this journey, I thought the whole sharing the gospel thing was only meant for people who were really involved in a church like pastors and deacons and, you know, people like that Bible school teachers. I thought they were the ones who were only meant to do that. But no. Any child of God should, I mean, I'm not saying you have to be, you know, going out your way every single day, preaching, and you know, sharing the gospel, but it's just this feeling, this freedom, this, I have to tell y'all how good God is. Like, I just can't be the only one to know this good, good, good information. I have to share it. That's how you know you chose this path and it wasn't forced on you by people. Number 14, I don't fear death, not saying that I want to die, but my life is in God's hands. If he calls me home, he calls me and I'll accept that. But because of how much I know he loves me and I know he has a purpose for my life, also this world, the cruel state of it is not a place for saved people. The prince of the air is the devil and he was cast down from heaven to earth and all he does is deceive the world. I'll patiently wait for the Lord's return, but Living in a world that hates my God is no place that I want to call home and live forever. Yes, I love my family and friends, but they didn't die for my sins. Jesus did, and none of them will be my lawyer to represent me in front of God to say, Sade was a good person. I live so that my name shows up in the book of life. I think people believe that death is the worst thing that can happen, but there is judgment that we all have to face. You will either burn in a lake of fire or have eternal life with the father and number 15 yes y'all number 15 the bible is the only book that no matter how old you get or how many times you read it and how many experiences you gain every time you open it up and read it you discover something new even if you get to where you can quote scripture there are parts in the bible that no one has the answer to because god didn't reveal the answer to us It's all in God's time and he reveals what he wants us to know when it's that time. I don't know about you, but I found satisfaction in that. And now I don't even care to know everything. I believe that also is a test of our faith. If you trust God like you trust a chair every time you take a seat, then you know that you are in his care and you will never fall. So the conclusion, continue to fight the good fight of faith. And I'm going to end this with a Bible verse. I'm going to read 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 6-16. through And I'm reading this from the New King James Version. And it reads, Now godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and clothing with these, we shall be content. But those who desire to be rich, fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and harmful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, for which some have strayed from the faith in their greediness, and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Verse 11. But you, O man of God, flee these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, gentleness, fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life, to which you were also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. I urge you in the sight of God, who gives life to all things, and before Christ Jesus, who witnessed the good confession before Pontius Pilate, that you keep this commandment without spot, blameless until our Lord Jesus Christ appearing, which he will manifest in his own time. He who is blessed and holy Potentate? What is potentate? Sovereign. Okay. He who is blessed and only sovereign, the King of kings and Lord of lords, who alone have immortality, dwelling in unapproachable light, whom no man has seen or can see, to whom be honor and everlasting power. Amen. That is the end of the 15 things that I've learned and would share with someone on. My experience from cover to cover, from Genesis to Malachi, Old Testament, from Matthew to Revelation's New Testament, the whole Bible is one entire beautiful holy book. And if you want a relationship with God, if you know you need God in your life and you want to live this righteous life, please, please, please read your Bible and do as God has called you to do and that's it y'all i love y'all thank y'all for listening and i pray and hope that you have a good day thank you for listening to characters here podcast if you enjoyed the show please leave a review and share this episode with everyone you know and remember don't be a stranger be a character be a character be